T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, back here on Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Schwartz with you. I'm going to head out to Arrowhead in just a minute or two. As soon as Andy Reid steps up to the podium, you will hear from the head coach. The Chiefs will get set to take on Cincinnati AFC title game. Oh, just for a fifth straight year. It's going to take place at Arrowhead. None of the neutral side stuff. We'll get to that after all the talk about that. Don't have to worry about the neutral side. But you do have to worry about a team that has beaten you in three straight games, including the AFC title game last year. That, of course, is Joe Burrow and company. We'll find out, I think, all week long. It's ankle watch all week. It's all about the ankle. Can we get, like, a sounder? Sure. Like a new breaking news sounder, but for ankles, Nick? Honestly, that feels like it's the lamest watch ever. Ankle watch? I think it's, is it not the most important thing in Kansas City this week? The yeah, health no, of no, Patrick no, no. Mahomes' ankle? It is. It is. But don't you think the term it's ankle like watch? Puritan times, and somebody showed a little too ankle. much. <laughs> <laughs> ankle watch! Ankle watch! Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it. Also, gold. What? what? We had two giant boxes of chips delivered to us <laughs> generously from a listener. Yeah. Look, look on the live stream. These giant Arden Mary's bags full of chips. Hey, 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 and you would have bought some? I love Arden Mary's. Will you showcase the crunch on those? Oh, they're very Just crunchy. Give me, a little cr- give me one crunch. Wow. Okay, that's an A that's, plus crunch. That Arden, is an A plus crunch gold. Uh, Arden Mary's kettle chips are great. Uh, what flavor is that, though? These are jalapeno. We, we don't need to revisit the chip conversation. You know I don't like the jalapeno chips. Instead, I'm going with the baked lays, which doesn't have they the same crunch. They also brought salt and pepper. You're against a salt and pepper. That I mean, that's so a, weak. That's a C minus crunch. <laughs> one's a kettle chip. One's a normal chip. They're not You're all too equal. You, but you made this bed for yourself. If Arden Mary's brought uh, Arden Mary's the original flavor, so good. Gold, will you just do one thing? Will you just will you take one bite of the jalapeno chip? It's such a good chip. Come on, fine, give me the give damn it a try. Come on, right. come on, this is gonna change your life. He's uh, never going back. Like we, ha- we will remember this moment as before and after. Gold's life. Hot and zesty jalapeno. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that's a good chip. Oh, uh, look at the face he's making. What he a hates chip! Hates it. Hates it. Look at him. He's he's kind of he's kind of scrunching his nose up. What's wrong with you? That's a great chip, Nick. It's not bad. Just, I get. I would not want to eat a bag full of jalapeno chips. He's making a face. I don't think he's enjoying. No, he he's going to the water. A, oh man, gotta cleanse the palate. They're not that spicy. It's not the spice. I just don't like the taste. Huh? That's nothing against Hard Marys. I just. I don't. You know. I don't like jalapeno chips. Great. A, a wonderful. The first couple of Kansas City. A, uh, a local. Can, uh, a local company. I based out yeah. of Wichita, in Wichita, I believe. Yeah. R.I.P. They have. They also if they brought are, salt. If they're no longer with us. They, <laughs> they brought salt and pepper Should you ones. Check on that. Yeah, they brought salt and pepper ones too, though. Why didn't you give those a, a try? 
Salt and pepper is very inoffensive. One, I wanted the original flavor, and second, I also totally forgot, and I always went out of habit. I went to our vending machine and bought mm. a bag of chips. Went with the baked lace, then not the Tostitos, baked lace. You know, very important. You know, it's 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 championship week, sixty five percent less. Fat, it's like you know? it's like a lay, very but even important. you got to stay light on it's your very, feet. Yeah, it's a long week. It's me a long week. A lot of things to do. Busy week. Like the, the baked lace. It's like a, it's like it's like a plain chip, but more plain. It's actually more plain than the regular plain chip. You know what you should try, though, Gold? The baked sour cream and onion. No. I think you would like those. You know I don't want sour cream on my chips. I don't like sour cream on anything. Well, I don't either. Yeah. I don't like sour cream on anything, but I like sour cream and onion chips. I feel like I need to brush my teeth even just after having one of the hot. It's still lingering in my mouth. I need a piece of gum. Is that what it really is? Are you just so averse to having bad breath? Well, it's not. That's no. I don't like having this left. This la, this aftertaste in my mouth right now is not what I want at all. Do you feel like you're less than 100 percent hosting the show right now? I definitely. Uh, I'm waiting for Andy to to go to the podium so I can chug some water. Who do you think's closer to 100 percent today? You or Patrick Mahomes? Mm. You with the chip, the bad breath, the jalapeno <laughs> I mean, mouth. I mean, let's be Patrick real. Mahomes Patrick, with Mahomes, ankle sprain. Patrick Mahomes at 70 percent is way better than any of us. Yeah. Uh, in life and everything, you know? So, so even um, you, yeah. you're worse than him with this, this chip situation. Someone says, Gold, you're a five-year-old. You cut the crust off your sandwiches, too. Well, I do like Uncrustables, you know? You're Just too saying. old for an Uncrustable. We've talked about this. There's an if age they, limit. If they had the Uncrustables in our little vending thing, you I would get out. that every damn day. Those are so good. So good. Absolutely. I have no shame. I have a foreigner's control. I've never eaten an Uncrustable. What? Now you make them PB and J though, right? You just have sure. To, okay, okay, okay. Just, make just leave the crust on. They seem yeah, to the crust is convenient. You know, you have to let them thaw out though. That's the only problem. They come frozen. You got to let them thaw mm, out. Problematic. Mm-hmm. Why not just make them fresh? You know, that's called the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Takes four seconds. Yeah, but it does have the crust. So maybe you, you just Andy, get like a You think cutter. Andy's ever had a uncrustable? No, no. chance. You think he's he's obviously when's the last time you think he's had a PB and J sandwich? I think within the last calendar year. I'm pretty sure like athletes eat that on airplanes all the I'll time. Bet we you actually talked. You know what we talked? We did. Yeah, uh, yep. Talked last year to Whit Merrifield about this. He, he said, said the he players won. love them because they're on the plane all the time. I've been in a few uh, locker rooms where like right after the game, uncrustable. They, like that's a very easy thing for them to just like prepare a million of. So they'll have like pe- peanut butter and jellies for anybody. Yeah, or they'll even one. have the actual branded ones. And the uh, minor the league clubhouse I've been in, like around spring training, yeah. they just they don't even like have them put together. It's just like here's a Someone jar. Says, what do you make it for you? My favorite text that we've ever got on the show from the nine one three. At least Gold tried the chip. Nick refuses to have a McDonald's hamburger. No, you won't even try. I'll you, die before I have a McDonald's even, hamburger. You will not have a McDonald's. I will die. I will hamburger. dive headfirst into the spike pit from Mortal Kombat before <laughs> I try one of those hamburgers. Super dated reference, but everybody but I guess knows what I was talking about. Yeah. Got to save that uppercut for the finish move there, I yep. guess, on the bridge, yep. huh? I was surprised looking at this game on Sunday. Again, we're waiting for Andy Reid. We'll head out there as soon as he's ready. But the the fact that Chiefs opened as three-point favorites. So they opened at three-point well, favorites. quick. The line came out before the Cincinnati and Buffalo game was over because everybody knew what was going to happen. So the DraftKings fan, whoever you bet with, put out their opening lines. Three points over at DraftKings, and it, it went down immediately. Within about 20 minutes, we saw it move down to two. One and a half. One and now, depending on where you look, it's either Chiefs minus one or Chiefs minus one and a half. It's pretty crazy the line movement that happened. But remember, like the the unknown about the injury for Mahomes. And in the past, we always would say, Oh, well, you're at home. You're getting three points. That's not the case anymore. It's that's not how the the odds makers view home field advantage anymore. It's not a shot at arrowhead or anything. That's just in general across the board. It's more like one point seven points. 
All right, if we're going to get like to the exact number, so it makes sense right now, Cody. If they're one, and, the Chiefs are one and a half point favorites. It's basically saying it's a pick 'em. I think that that's an accurate depiction of the game. The Chiefs would be underdogs if they were in Cincinnati. They are the favorites narrowly because, and we know this. Whatever the lines you used to think like it used to be three points at home, all the odds makers say that it's not that anymore. It's more like two points at home. So if they're a one and a half point favorite, they're essentially saying this game is even. It's even money, and you can take your chances one way or the other. And I think that that's right. Three was too high. This game has been decided by three points three consecutive times. All three times in favor of Cincinnati. Two of those games were in Kansas City. So it's, to me, the difference well, has consistently been one thing. Now, Kansas City's gotten a big lead in all three of those games, more than yeah. double digits in all three. But they're still stuck in this area where it's like, where do you draw the line? Because I, I saw people, and I didn't think it was wrong, who said, Hey, if you see this thing open up a four to come out, if you see this thing open up a two and a half, three points in favor of the Chiefs, that was my guess. Then you yeah. should be placing money on Cincinnati just from a value perspective. Well, that's what happened. I mean, right now, eighty over at MGM, eighty-five percent of the money right now is on Cincinnati. Uh, that's why we've seen the line move. Now that doesn't always happen. Remember, all the money was coming in on Cincinnati against Buffalo, but it had reverse line movement. Buffalo's spread increased. Buffalo ended up as a six-point favorite at kickoff. Despite more money coming in on Cincy, that happens. This is a wild It's number. reverse lineman. They just they were taking a stance. They, obviously, they were wrong. This is why I always laugh when everybody's like, Vegas always knows. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, but they're they, pretty good they at screwed it. Up. They, they are very good at it, but they have also screwed up on two big lines. Remember, so it was not just yesterday where Cincy was a six-point dog. They went outright. Thought it was too big of a number. We talked about that last week. And then the money before, Dallas and Tampa. Dallas was a two and a half point favorite. That seemed like way too few points. And sure enough, they blew out the Bucks. So it, it's, they don't always nail it. The big thing with the, the Cincinnati, they've been uh, underdogs like over the last year and a half, right? They typically have been dogs. They thrive in that spot. If There's, the Chiefs stay a favorite, they'll be a favorite for the 15th consecutive playoff game. Is that right? So, yeah. So since he's covered the spread in nine straight games as an underdog, it's the longest streak in the NFL. Now that goes back to last season as well. They haven't been an underdog in nine games this year, but that that's what's crazy. And Cincinnati's twenty-one and five against the spread in their last twenty-six games. So they cover the Chiefs. The Chiefs haven't. They didn't, the Chiefs did not cover on Saturday against Jacksonville. The Chiefs are one eight and one, I believe it is now in their last ten at Arrowhead. You know what they do though? The spread. They win. Win. That's all that matters. Yeah, we're talking spread right now. But of course, nobody cares. The Chiefs win by one point or three points, unless you have a lot of money on the game. Uh, just find a way for them to uh, to win. All right, let's go out to Arrowhead and hear from Andy Reid. The challenge playing. Uh, the Bengals, obviously, it's uh, uh, they're a heck of a football team and well-deserving to be in the position there. And they played great football uh, yesterday. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll work on tomorrow uh, with players. We'll, we'll start working on them uh, and, and practicing, I guess. Um, as far as injuries go, really, Patrick uh, is – uh, the the main one, and as you guys know, he hurt his ankle. So it's uh, that's uh, um, you know it's been reported that it's a high ankle sprain. So that's pretty accurate. Um, with that, time yours. Let's go first to Herbie Tiope. Go to Herbie. Good afternoon, Coach. On the subject of Patrick. Um, he told us after the game that he would immediately go into treatment. Uh, how encouraged are you by the past two days of treatment? And Brad, I'll probably have a follow-up. Yeah, no, he's, he's uh, worked hard um, in the treatment and is doing okay. Yeah. 
Hang on, Coach. I think I'm, I'm going to go all the way back to 2002. The last time you had a starting quarterback dealing with an ankle injury with Donovan McNabb, he did come back in the playoffs. But how did that experience help you prepare for this scenario with your starting quarterback in Mahomes and, and limiting a workload and potentially developing a workload for him in practice? Yeah, Donovan's was different in that um, there ended up being a fracture in there. So um, that was a little different deal. But he did very well. He worked his tail off, got himself back. Um, went through kind of the same thing with T.O. Uh, at one time. So for the Super Bowl, who worked his way through it. And, you know, but both those two had fractures. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Coach, just staying on Patrick, you'd mentioned he he went through this week one of, of 2019. How similar is, is this issue and, and how much do you anticipate it'll help that he's already had to deal with this at, at another time? Yeah, you know, he told you guys. I mean, he he mentioned it to you that he's going to play. So, I mean, that's, uh, um, that's his mindset. And, and then we'll just take it day by day and see how he does. Let's go next to Aaron Ladd. Go ahead, Aaron. Hey, appreciate the time here. Kind of two quarterback-related questions. First, about Chad. What would you say is his biggest asset that he brings to the quarterback room and, and be able to step in and be ready in, in these big moments? Yeah, well, I mean, he's got a consistent personality. He's uh, smart. He, like a, like a you know, well-aged pro, he, he, knows, uh, uh, he knows how to prepare without getting a lot of reps. And, um, and and so, you know, we didn't have any of the hiccups that you'd have uh, as far as the clock management and all that stuff. So it, he, he handled it and, uh, and the guys know, they, they know how he, how he goes about his business. Um, so his leadership also fits in that. And then as far as Joe Burrow, uh, Chris kind of talked a lot this year about one of the missed sacks motivating him. He was only sacked once in that Buffalo game yesterday. What do you think makes him so hard to get down and, and makes him so slippery in the pocket? Yeah, he's a strong kid. You know, he, he, um, and he, he's, he is elusive. And uh, you've got to make sure that you, you wrap him up. I mean, Chris probably said it the best. He was the one out there, you know, working it. And uh, um, so – um, yeah, no, he's a heck of a football player. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Andy, um, you talked about Pat preparing himself as if he, if he as if he's going to play. I'm wondering if you're proceeding that way as well. I mean, are you going to give him all the reps that the starter would normally get in practice? Are you preparing the game plan around him and around him only? Um, and Brad will have a second question as well. Yeah, well, we, the game plan part, we don't have to – do much either way. I mean, they both run the same play. So, um, as, as far as the reps, I, I've got to see how he, how he feels, uh, you know, when we get ready for practice to practice there. Okay. And, um, you've done well with your backup quarterbacks when you had to put them into games over the years and even here, but also going back to Philly, just wondering what goes into that. I mean, is it, is it just a case of finding stuff they like to do or, um, is there more to it than that? Yeah, Adam, I, we, we try to keep open communication with the quarterbacks um, the best we, we can and, and then evaluate them. Uh, we've had Chad here a while, so we, we know the plays he, he likes and doesn't like. We also know the plays that 
Pat doesn't likes and doesn't like. So we, we uh, you know, we try to blend it and make sure that we've, we've got plays that work for both of them. Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hello, Andy. I have two questions as well. My first one is, um, I know it's a three-game sample, um, but what do you think your team can learn from those lessons in the previous meetings with the Bengals for Sunday's game? And uh, Brad, I'll have a second. Yeah, well, we, we know they're talented uh, in all three phases. Um, it's the same guys playing against each other. So um, I'm sure both teams will have adjustments that they make and both teams will play hard. And we'll just see how – I mean, these games have been close. So we'll just see see where it goes, uh, you know, come game time. And, and Coach, with Patrick specifically, how much of – what he did to get prepared for the AFC championship game two years ago is something that you guys are maybe anticipating sort of putting him uh, through a particular practice where he obviously built up as the week went along. Is that something that you feel is achievable or is it yeah. optimistic? Yeah, it's a possibility. It's too early to tell you. I mean, I, I'm going to just see how he, how he's doing when we get to that Wednesday practice and see where we're at. Got four more. We'll go right down the line, starting with Seren. Go ahead, Seren. Brad, I'll have a follow-up as well. Uh, Coach, just I know the subject, you're going to see how it goes with him, but what what are the – what do you lose uh, at this point in the year uh, if, if he can't, if, if you decide rest is the best way to go? Uh, what what does he lose by not getting those reps in practice, and how much does it set back the whole team if, if he has to watch and then just jump in there and play at the end? Yeah. Um, yeah, I – heck, who knows? I mean, I, I, I don't know that. I mean, he, he's done amazing things with – with limited time, so I, I, I can't answer that really. Okay, that's fine. Uh, and then the next one, uh, short yardage. You know, you've been great at it at times this year. It's been a little bit of a struggle. <clears throat> I was wondering, you know, this is a different dynamic. You had to kind of retool the offense without Tyreek Hill. Is this a kind of a product of all the time? You know, I, I know, listen, I've had a lot of guys in the league tell me the most precious thing you have are reps, right? There's only so many of them. Is this maybe an example of where reps had to be burnt to build the overall offense, to get everybody on page, all the new receivers, and maybe they're just, you know, it's, it's falling through the cracks. Some of the short yardage stuff you, you, you needed to work on. Well, it needed to fall through the crack the other day. I mean, it was, uh, we didn't do a very good job with the quarterback sneak, but we've done, we've had some pretty good snaps at short yardage other than that. Um, uh, so anyways, it depends. You know, it depends on uh, which plays were drawn from here, I guess. But that was uh, that was not a good showing, for sure. Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Andy. Um, a couple quick, a couple quick things, but you referenced in, in postgame that Patrick had had that ankle injury against the Jaguars in 2019 the opener. How similar is what he's dealing with now to what he dealt with that day? Yeah, I think this one isn't quite as bad as that one, Sam. You know, so, but I mean, they're similar. They're yeah, sore, but not not quite the same. And then I know so much of the week can probably be the the chess game of trying to anticipate what they're going to do for you guys. Does Patrick's injury factor into what you sort of try and anticipate that the Bengals might uh, do defensively? 
I'm sure they'll, they'll something, yeah, that they they do um, in lieu of that. But I, um, you know, I'm not going to chase a bunch of different things. We we should have things covered in our protections and that, no matter what. Let's go next to Nick Jacobs. Go ahead, Nick. Andy, whenever you get the chance to watch Lou Anarumo's defense and what he calls characteristic-wise and everything, what kind of stands out to you and what kind of impresses you with what he's done the past two years? Yeah, first of all, he's done a great job. Um, he, uh, he puts his guys in good position um, to make plays. Um, he has a variety of different coverages and fronts that he works with. Um, his players understand them. Zones are tight. They do a good job of man-to-man. So well-rounded uh, scheme that he has. Last two, James Palmer and then Vahe. Go ahead, James. How you doing, Andy? Good to see you. Um, I'm just kind of curious. You mentioned a little bit about, you know, you got to see how the week goes with Patrick, but I just kind of want you to maybe confirm with everything he knows in the offense, he could play on Sunday without taking reps throughout the week, correct? Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, I think so. He's never done that. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the answer for you on that. And last to Vahe. Go ahead, Vahe. Hey, Andy, just uh, one minor yeah. point of clarification on Patrick. Are you able to uh, say what grade the sprain is? And I have one follow-up, Brad. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't have that information for you Bye. on the grade. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that, Andy. Yeah, there's no grade on it. I don't have a grade for you on it. Um, and then the, the follow-up is just, um, can you tell us a little more about what it took to get him out of the game? With, you, just, you said he wanted to fight. Um, but how, how does that dynamic go? I know it must be a little little strange. Well, listen, I mean, he wanted to play. That's what he, he wanted to do. So um, he didn't want to come out of the game. Uh, and... And so that's he, he he was pretty adamant about that. But uh, you know, sometimes you have to get things checked out so you're not putting yourself in harm's way there. So that's uh that, that's what we did. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, that's Andy Reid out of Arrowhead right here on 610 Sports Radio. Right. Of course, uh, a, a chunk of that whole press conference about the health of Patrick Mahomes, understandably so, the ankle injury, a high ankle sprain. Uh, not a whole lot of information no he was grade. willing to share. No grade. Uh, he did he say, though, the grade. Of, course, of, course, of course. There's no way the head on, coach Schefter. the head coach doesn't know his starting quarterback's injury and what the grade is. Come on. Especially this week. Are you kidding me? Anyway, whatever. I don't uh, have the, it for you. It's the, not in uh, front of him, so. Right. The, the ankle injury for Mahomes, he said, isn't as bad as the ankle injury he suffered in 2019, ironically enough, I guess, against the Jags as well. It's sore but not quite the same, which – Obviously, you hear that. That's good. Meaning he's had a more severe high ankle sprain, according to Andy right there. And he played the next week. He played the next week, and he also had huge numbers. I believe you were looking at the numbers. Uh, 443 yards, four <laughs> touchdowns, and no picks. Yeah, and I don't know following. who the opponent was and how good the opponent was. The Raiders. But it was okay. Still, though, the point being, uh, and I know Andy didn't give a 100% clear answer. I think it was James Palmer maybe that asked the question, like, let me be clear, you know, can he can he play Sunday without getting reps all week? And Andy's like, well, he's never had to do it before. I probably essentially is what he said. Dude, he's like laughing while he says it. You can tell that Andy Reid means yes. Mahomes can can sit and get treatment all damn week long 
he's playing on Sunday if that happens. Remember, I know we've said we said a lot of rules in the show, like, hey, if you don't practice on Friday, you're not playing for yeah, Andy not, on Sunday. Doesn't apply not this. Mahomes. Not Mahomes doesn't apply this week either. You know what I mean? Doesn't apply this week. No. It de- yeah, you're right. It doesn't even it's apply AFC to, like, McCall Hardman this it's week. AFC if they're available, they're available. It doesn't have anything to do with whether or not they're capable of doing. Now, he did, to your point, he did eventually re-aggravate that ankle injury. It didn't happen right away. It took a few more weeks. And remember, he was starting to limp again in a game not that long ago. So, I mean, it, you know, like, it's not that he can't, as you pointed out, have it twisted in the middle of that Cincinnati game and then go right back to feeling like it's come back down to earth a little bit. But just listen to Andy. You know that he's not, even if he re-aggravates a little bit, he's not coming out of that game. Yeah, he even said, you know, that Mahomes has done, quote, you know, amazing things with limited time and, and, and prep before. And I think that's, you know, that to me, the weekly, the day by day, I should say, update of, you know, is he practicing or not? I might don't get, don't, just don't freak out if you find out Wednesday he didn't practice. Don't get freaked out if he doesn't practice Thursday. Get the ankle in as best of a spot possible by the time you get to Sunday. I actually feel like he's going to, they're going to just do limited participant. Like he's still going to take reps. Maybe. And if he takes a single rep, then you don't even have to question whether or not. And I don't think any of us are. We've talked about how we think it might impact the way that they play or the way that he plays gold. But none of us think that it's going to impact his ability to be on the field. He's going to play in this game. He he was trying to get in a fight with his coaching staff in the middle of the game to stay in there. So before we went to to Andy Reid, Mm. you and I were talking about uh, how the Chiefs opened as three-point favorites and how we saw some line movement. Yeah. And, and the Chiefs are now one, one and a half point favorites, uh-huh. depending on the book. And and how, you know, I, I think I mentioned home field advantage is not worth three points you anymore. You mentioned that? I said that, uh-huh. And I said home field advantage when? is more worth like 1.5, 1.7. And then you started talking. Um, you said that? Mm-hmm, I did. Before I, or after I said uh, it? Before you said it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've got a clip here. <laughs> oh, and man, Cody, on. Cody. This mm-hmm. clip is, this clip's about, <laughs> it's about 40 seconds long. So it's, it's not so a, long since we did this. It's not a short clip, but there's a reason for this. It's because Alex talks for about 20 seconds. Uh-huh. Cody then talks for about 20 seconds. <clears throat> and Cody's 20 seconds of content is exactly the same. Like, it's not just a little, it's not just like one little blurb. Hey, did you doctor this? Sentence. Is this back to back? Yes, this is back to back. The, and this it's, was because you've doctored other pieces. No, this, and this, this and this was actually we were alerted to this by the te- multiple people on the text line were like, "Whoa, Cody did it again." So <laughs> I now present to good. you. Now I I have an opinion on this. This may be My, the worst instance of of one person on this show repeating another person uh, on the show. I'm gonna let the listeners be the judge. This is Alex, then Cody, talking about how Vegas values home field advantage in the NFL. Take a listen. Now, depending on where you look, it's either Chiefs minus one or Chiefs minus one and a half. It's pretty crazy, the line movement that happened. But remember, like, in the past, we always would say, oh, well, you're at home. You're getting three points. That's not the case anymore. It's more like 1.7 points, all right, if we're going to get, like, to the exact number. So it makes sense right now, Cody, if they're one and a, the Chiefs are one and a half point favorites, it's basically saying it's a pick em. I think that that's an accurate depiction of the game because, and we know this, Whatever the lines you used to think, like it used to be three points at home, all the odds makers say that it's not that anymore. What, two points at home? So if they're a one and a half point favorite, they're essentially saying this game is even. So he, he finished it the exact same way as well. So it's like he went through the exact same uh, arc that Alex did when he said, you know, and remember, 
It's not. It's not three points. It's two. Even though Alex had just said it was one point seven, and then you That's come back and say it was That's such a weirdly specific number. I must have just tuned and it then, out. And, but then Alex finished with, so it's eventually a pick'em, and then you finished by saying, "So it's, well, it's we were essentially even." It was a pick'em. That was a, that was an agreement. <laughs> it's not an agreement. Okay, Gnag, you might that. Do Tony, you think that was the worst? Because that was such a, a specific. Ah! Because it was such a specific. Like gambling, discuss- it, and mm-hmm. it happens so quickly. I think that might be the worst one yet. Okay, so here's my question because Cody has a tell. Cody has a tell when he's not listening, which is what he did there at the beginning when he was like, I, he'll pause. He's not quite ready to talk, and he'll just kind of say, I say think nothing. that's an accurate <laughs> depiction of what's happening, which isn't really saying anything. So, mm-hmm. my question for you is, what were you doing? What nothing. were you doing? Nothing. No, just not. Just not. He listening. wasn't listening to me. But what? Were Literally. You, were you nothing. reading a tweet? No. Were you texting someone? So I'll, if you want, like a behind the scenes, we all do something a little bit different. When Gold gets distracted on the show, he actually gets distracted by something, and Gold will just not respond. His tell is say nothing. He just will like. There's not a sentence I can say to like garner his attention in that moment. I just have to keep talking because Gold's like he's checked out. <laughs> in my case, even if I'm not paying attention to something, sometimes it's nothing. I'm just doing this. And it's just like, I don't just know. Just daydreaming. Monkey the symbols <laughs> in my head. There's nothing going on. It's just not triggering. The brain's not firing. That's that's the truth. Gold, I see, this is a, I can't, I'm, I'm torn here because that's total what about is. I'm like, oh, let's talk about gold now. But you're right because I've seen both of those <laughs> things happen. So I don't know whose side to take. Well, on this case, his, because I was wrong in this moment. <laughs> You can call Gold out if he's ever guilty of it, but it's not. It's well, not today. I think if we're keeping if we're doing a, if we're keeping a tally here, it's not good on my. You're favorite. you're lapping him. You're only right like now. you've done it like twice, which is not nearly as many. I've times. I've done it twice. Gold's done it like once or twice. You've I've done, done it like eight times. Yeah, yeah. The ratio's bad. God, you've been you had been on such a hot streak too. I was having a good run. You know what? <laughs> it's been, it been a little bit. Much like Cincinnati's run against the Chiefs. We'll he's back, folks. Eventually. He is back. It's playoff time. New year, new me. You know. Or old me. Cody or was just making sure everybody understood about the Vegas line. Yeah, just wanted to new, new, me. new year, old me. I wanted to make sure everybody was on the same really page. Really making sure everybody understood that. Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. Up next, though, there is something that has happened consecutively that should not be uh, pushed aside like it's nothing. We'll tell you what that is next. Back here on Cody and Gold. We're going to get to the random question of the day in a few minutes. We got a question for our guy, Nick, though. Trying to sabotage us? Yeah, you're trying to, you're trying to sabotage both Cody and I? What do you mean? A lot of people texted in and said our mics were on. We checked. Mics were never on. And we weren't saying any words. So were you playing? So what were you playing? No. Audio of us? No. Hmm. No. You're saying you weren't playing any audio. Says, hey, no. you. From the 620. Hey, you idiots. <laughs> you have a hot idiots. mic. Don't add an S to that. This is only one man's job. We appreciate no. it. Hot mic. Hot I mic. I didn't do anything. No. Our mics, we double-checked, and they were my never computer, on. My computers, uh, both we, my monitors Cody, were off. Cody and I heard the audio, though. I did hear it. Were you or were you not, right when we went to break, playing audio no, from mu- a computer on that side? No, it must have been a malfunction. Both my computers were mm. off. I was just in queue. So unless there's some sort of the 16 Ghost is back. Which is possible. Playoffs, which is possible. I believe it was. It, we it, don't want the dude, ghost of last year's playoffs. It happened in January last it year. Did. It did. We don't need the ghost mm-hmm. of last year's postseason. Maybe there's some sort of. In- like a Y2K situation. None of our technology in the building can handle switching over I to think a new they calendar do. year. I think they do some sort of inventory and they're they're deleting stuff and they're changing computer settings. And I don't know, man. It's scary. Hmm. All I know is. I'm just scared is what it really is. 
I hope we're okay. I just hope we're okay. I think we're fine. <laughs> I feel like that the you you were playing something and you didn't have it in queue and you had it. No, yeah, play. you said that. You had yeah, just I had just heard you, you had say just, that. You yeah. had just played, there, Nick. Yeah. You had just yeah, played no, a yeah. piece of audio mm. from your computer. You had just played it from your computer on your side. Hey Cody, will you relax? Will you just relax? You've been yelling a lot today. There, I will say, definitely a lot. I don't, you're just fired up, right? Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Because you definitely... Victory Monday. You, you definitely have been screaming Get today. it out now. Get it out now. Don't take this home to your kids. <laughs> that is it therapy for you just to get just yell at us? Mm-hmm. I think it is. It's like he can finally be him, his true self. He tries to be such a pleasant <laughs> person the rest of the day. He's like, now these jack wagons person. can get it. <laughs> we'll get to the uh, random question of the day coming up in about eight minutes or so. I think it is important, though, as it is a huge week, right, in Kansas City. It is, it is championship week. Uh, we've been spoiled by it, though, right? This is five straight AFC title games for the Chiefs. They're all at Arrowhead. And even if you just go back and look at the history of how um, this has just been an unbelievable run of three teams, though, since 2011, three cities. So since 2011, only three different stadiums, three cities, have hosted AFC title games. The Patriots did it five times since 2011, Cody, but they didn't do it five in a row. They did it in 2011, 2012, 14, 16, 17. I mean, the Broncos did it 2013 and 2015. But since 2018, 18, 19, 20, 21, now 22, the AFC title game has resided at one Arrowhead Drive. And we, we, we joke, but it really is true. It is the Arrowhead Invitational in the AFC. I don't think it's... Like, any more, like, even if you were an opposing fan and you were annoyed by that nomenclature, do something about it, (laughs) right? Chiefs fans can say whatever they want about hosting AFC title games right now because they host them all, all in one building. It's, I think the part of it that stands out the most to me is that it's Mahomes. Look, they've been a really good team under Andy Reid with Alex Smith. Uh, Andy Reid has been to four straight NFC title games with Donovan McNabb. So let's not even say that Andy Reid's not capable of this. Patrick Mahomes has only been a starter for five years in the NFL. And in all five of those years during the AFC Championship game week, he was kicking it at Arrowhead, getting ready to play another game there. That that is a Patrick Mahomes stat as much as it is a team stat. I know that he wouldn't say that because that's not the kind of thing he would typically say. But let's be honest. That's what this is about. Their quarterback is so good that no matter the team or circumstances around him, he is going to get them to 12 wins, and they're going to be playing the AFC title game, and they're going to be playing at Arrowhead Stadium because those are the things we know. They could have no Tyreek. He could have an injury in the middle of the season. They could have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. They could be one of the best teams in the NFL, like a 19. But the results are the same. AFC championship at Arrowhead. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just nuts. There will be a time, believe it or not, at some point. I don't know when, Cody, because it's been five straight. Um, but there will be a time at some point where the Chiefs either aren't hosting it uh, or, and it was very close to not hosting it, almost got the neutral site. Yeah. And that would have taken, that was the NFL trying to jump oh, in. Oh, technically, they would have been the host. They still would have called yeah, them the one They would have been the home team. It would have been a, uh, yeah, a home they still would have played in five straight AFC title game, which is no right as an accomplishment. No doubt. But the fact that you're also hosting them at Arrowhead, it, yeah. it's just ridiculous. At some point in time, that won't happen. I don't know when, though, because to me, we're, we are kind of in the territory now, the same way we would discuss the division after they won four in a row. We're like, well, yeah, the division's locked up. They're going to keep winning. And here they are. They've won seven straight AFC West titles. We know that. And now you're almost at a point where you you fully expect that one of the spots in the AFC is going to be occupied by the Chiefs and in an AFC title game. And it's it's got to be infuriating for everybody else in the AFC, of course. But you're right. Of course, what what has changed is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's 
absolutely what is different this go around uh, from the fri- the prior five years of Andy's time in Kansas City. With all due respect to Alex Smith, yeah, of course it's number fifteen. I mean, you know, that, that's obviously. Well, Andy helps, right? It's the same as like Kyle Shanahan's getting ready to coach in his third NFC title game in four years, and his quarterbacks have been what Jimmy G, Jimmy G, and Brock Purdy for those three. That's a pretty good run. But I mean, it's just like if I were the rest of the AFC, and I know this doesn't apply to the Cincinnati Bengals because they kind of got the Chiefs number right. And by kind of, they do. They have the Chiefs three number and right oh. now. Three and oh. So they don't have to fear the Chiefs like everyone else. But I don't think the rest of the AFC looks at Cincinnati yet. Now they win this game. We might be having a different conversation. How, how can you not? If Cincinnati yeah. wins on Sunday, and it's it's obviously a coin flip type of game, but if they win on Sunday at Arrowhead two times, the AFC title game, you win it in Arrowhead and you go to yeah. Super Bowl in two straight then years, the they're, they're the team in the AFC. You can you can be upset all we want about it, and, it's, and, it's, and it sucks the same way we felt after even the regular season loss where it's like, hey, they can talk all the you-know-what-they-won in Cincinnati. Yeah, he gets in. to say, tune in a can and dance say, all the way through they, his Instagram page. It doesn't matter. He gets it. Since he can say whatever the hell they want all this week, too. You know how you shut them up? You go and beat them in their damn season, and then Kansas City goes to a Super Bowl. That's how you can end that, and nobody will care what happened the prior three matchups. Could you imagine being the rest of the – if they go on to win this game and just go to another Super Bowl, and you're the rest of the AFC, you're the other 15 teams, and you're like, okay, so just just we're tracking this real quick. Um, they are – been in the Super Bowl three of the last four years. They've hosted the AFC title game the last five years. You're like, what the hell are we supposed to do? Because this, for all the things that we've talked about, like Patrick Mahomes and Super Bowl titles and the things that you can't match about what the Patriots do, this is a Patriots thing. This is a Patriots run. Hosting five straight AFC title games. And I want to, it's harder now than it's ever been in the last two years because you have to be the one seed. You don't even get the benefit of like the bye and you only have to play one game. When the Patriots were getting to five straight or getting to five AFC title games over that 20 year time period you were talking about, Gold or 15-year time period, they were doing that when they only had to win one game all of those years to get there. Because sometimes they were the one that had to win one game, but sometimes they were the two and still only had to win one game to get there. The Chiefs either have to be the one seed or have to win two games even to be in this game. Now, moving forward, I understand that in the early part of this argument, the Chiefs only had to get to one. But moving forward, it's not that way. I do think you... Maybe you don't want to like have this in your mind heading into this week and into the game on Sunday, but there is the reality, and, and I think it would be fair. It's just how we do things in, in sports when we compare championship runs and the dynasty talk and all that kind of stuff. Uh, if the Chiefs is it's ridiculous they're hosting and going to five straight AFC title games, but if you end up during that five- or six-year stretch with – two appearances and only one ring. People are going to be bummed. Yeah. Yeah, They're not going to want to hear about the the, AFC championship game. The same way we're critical of how we think Sean Payton and Drew Brees underachieved. And I know they didn't go to as many NFC title games, but they got the one ring, right? If we fast four years down the road and Mahomes and Reed only end up with one ring or two, like it'll, it'll absolutely be a national conversation and it'll be fair. Um, It'll be, why can't they close it? But to me, this is the, if you get there this year, then you're able to say at that point, three Super Bowl appearances. And and so I think it cleans that up a little bit for you and Nick. This is the bill self argument. The people who used to just like use it as this negative every year, be like, you know, bill self just always losing the elite eight. I mean, he's in the elite eight every year. You can't even win the championship unless you're one of these final four teams. So at the very least, I know I know it's easy to be like, well, if they don't win it, then it's a negative. It's like they're putting themselves in a position to win a Super Bowl every single year. They get down every single year to just having to win two games. 
That is better than any other team is regularly putting themselves into these conversations. And we've looked at the most recent Super Bowl winners at quarterback. There's not a bunch of teams winning a bunch that aren't you right now either. So you are at least putting yourself in better positioning than Mm -hmm. anyone else in the NFL regularly to be in that spot. Yeah, Yeah, I think we'll probably feel a lot better about the five straight AFC title games if they go on to win the Super Bowl this year. Right, you don't want to... Because it'll be three Super Bowl appearances in four years and all that stuff. Yeah, you don't want to be sitting here eight years from now and saying, remember when they went to five straight and they they had, quote-unquote, just the two appearances in in one ring? You don't want to be sitting there when, let's say... Because there's as great as Mahomes is. That'll be a knock. There is still a chance at some point we're going to have... Actually, not probably a very real possibility over the next 10, 12 years of Mahomes' career. There's going to be a couple years, Cody, where they don't get to an AFC title game. Like, Are you sure? It's, it's, it, they're, will, they're not going to go to 15 straight. Spoiler. I'm willing to bet that. I know it's really going out on, on a limb but I get. I get to keep the five? You, so you can I, I got to get the 10 more. Like, so you want to you capitalize while you're there. You know you're there. Like this year out of all years was the year where I think people had come to grips to a certain Feels extent. like stealing one a little. Doesn't it? it I know. It, it, yeah, it, it shouldn't, but it does. It feels seemed, like stealing one a little. If there was a year where they weren't going to get to an AFC title game, it felt like going into the season, this might be that year. We all didn't buy into the talk that they weren't going to win the division, uh, that Denver was or whatever, but... We all we all thought right, maybe they make the playoffs. They lose in the divisional round, and they're eleven or twelve win team. They lost Tyree Kill. They're taking a slight step back. Yada yada. That of course didn't happen. Uh, so it is remarkable out of all years too that they're in the AFC title game again this year. Ended up with fourteen wins. Um, but at the same time, like you you get greedy, right? You you get greedy at, at this point. You said steal however you want to phrase it, greedy steal one. Like the fact that the Chiefs in a year where the Bills were all in, all in. Off-season moves, and just like five rookies, they have not. The Bills have nothing to show for it this year. No the division title. Congratulations, congrats! You've been doing that. Somebody you lost. Like, you beat the Chiefs in the regular season. Congratulations. Hope you enjoyed that party too. And you're going home on the divisional round weekend. Now you hope that if you're a Chiefs uh, fan, uh, that Cincinnati's not able to say the same thing to you, which is, well, congrats, you hosted another AFC title game. Uh, we beat you twice in your building. You're hoping that's not a possibility on Sunday. There are only 12 quarterbacks to win multiple rings. You do that again this year, then then no amount, then you'll never be able to criticize them for how many AFC title games they get. That, you know, in that, they could go to 10, they could go to five more in a row and not win another. It'd be like, we got two rings and we go to the AFC title game every year. We don't care that you think it's not good enough that we only go to the AFC title game. It's just hard to imagine in five years, five years, that's all he's been a starter. Remember that we talked about. That's the same amount of AFC title games that Peyton Manning went to in his mm-hmm. career. And yeah, Mahomes is 27. <laughs> he's got one. Uh, again, just enjoy it. Like as much yeah. as I, uh, this trust is what me, this is. Trust me. Just I'm, sit back and relax. I, this is sweet. I'm just as greedy as anybody. Like get to the damn Super Bowl. Let's win this thing. We're all there. We're all in the same boat. But just the fact Nobody's that you're buying division champions gear. Oh, or, I saw, I think Rallyos was selling championship t-shirts with the bang, like the Cincinnati and KC logo. Like, yeah, people are, people are saving their money for that Super Bowl hoodie. Uh, and then maybe the Super Bowl champion hoodie or whatever. Maybe. Anyway, it's just, we are certainly in the golden era of, uh, of Chiefs football and it's, uh, it's incredible. Let's get to the random question. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Nick. And over in the J Southland tow service text line, 913-586-7610. This one is related to something that occurred at the stadium on Saturday. Uh-oh. So the question I have very simply for you, and I don't know if you saw the story, I'll explain it in a minute, is, is it okay to eat a baked potato at an NFL game? So what happened was... Oh, like in the suite when you a, put in a nice baked potato no, bar. A Jaguars fan took a photo of a Chiefs fan eating a baked potato, just like peeling it open, Wait, taking say, a bite. Say eating a baked potato? Not even in foil, just like in her hand, like eating a, a baked potato. Like a potato skin? She, no, like a baked potato, a full potato. So 
that then then she had caught him taking the photo so she had clapped back a little bit on social media saying yeah i saw you i enjoyed the baked potato and the win so are we okay with this is this acceptable behavior to both sneak in and then eat a baked potato inside of arrowhead i'm just more fascinated by like i want some more background the thought process of Baking the potato clearly at home or whatever, and because it, it, she was able, it wasn't a raw potato or anything. Like the thought, pro, like was it to keep your hands warm throughout much of the game, or were you just like, you know what, you baked potato? I'm a big baked potato fan. Like baked potato just sounds good to have during the game. There was no sour cream, no butter, no cheese, no bacon. Just just a just look like a, a potato, a, a baked potato, healthy, starchy, yeah, full of vitamins. And how long do you think it kept her hands warm? That's really, Dude, like, I think she might have kept her hands warm potato. for half. For an entire half, you open probably up. had warm hands and then had a second half snack. I really have no <laughs> issue with this at all. Kudos to her Wasn't for having the foresight. The Bills fan base, though, that brought potatoes to football games. We talked about this Sweet a couple potatoes, years ago. Think, yeah. the, the fans brought potatoes in the game, sweet potatoes, for good luck. And then you wanted, uh, last year, you wanted cheese fans to bring a, a root vegetable uh, to, to Arrowhead. Do you think this is just a carryover? You know what we did? What was the... That someone brought, like, a turnip or something. Yeah. Or no, uh... uh, uh not rhubarb or so. I don't know what they brought in. Uh, some sort of root vegetable. I don't recall the one, but it's not important. We yeah. did ask them to do that. Yeah. So I guess as the show, we have regularly supported food being <laughs> brought into the stadium. I mean, if you can bring movie have snacks in. Have you snuck in food to Arrowhead before? Not into Arrowhead. I mean, but I think that it's more than appropriate to sneak candy into a movie. Or sure. We've all, done, I mean, we've, we've, you know, we've all been there. I mean, who amongst us? I refuse to shame this woman for sneaking oh, in a baked I don't potato. think we're shaming her at all. I, and I think this guy should be the one who, who should be shamed. Well, that, that is what's happening on social yeah. media. Good, good. This guy's getting crushed because he's taking a photo of trying to call her out, and she's like, yeah, I'm taking a photo of you taking a photo of me. Well, it's not because it's not a, it's not a gross thing to eat. It may be a little odd, but it's not <laughs> disgusting. She didn't have a bag of chili in her pocket that she <laughs> poured out of her hand. Be, that yeah. would be weird. Yeah. That would be great. If she just had, like, if she was just eating nacho cheese with a spoon, that would be weird. But we'd be okay with a brick of cheese? No, that, that would be not okay. The brick of, where's the if line? she's just eating a brick of cheese, just like snapping off pieces with her mouth? No, that's not okay. <laughs> I but, think the smart thing about this is that it double dips. It is a hand warmer slash food. It's both. That's, I think that was her thought process. And if so, it's actually pretty smart. Well, that's a little gross though, because then you're getting your, your dirty hands well, on. Well, covered in the foil, yeah, dude. she might have had a wrap in the foil. foil. Keeping your hand uh, warm. Yeah. Take the foil. It's and, and potatoes have a natural wrapper to them. You can get that skin off. Good to go. Yeah, but she was eating. I mean, she ate the skin, it looked like. I'm not going to lie, guys. I've been crushing these jalapeno chips during the break or during the segment. Oh, yeah? Like, my nose is running. It's so hot. They're spicy. I still have that taste in my mouth. Oh, man. <laughs> Just ruined for the day now? Yeah, it kind of is, honestly. I need a, it's a good I chip. I need a piece of gum. It's a good chip. I, just, I, need I ate one, and then I ate two, and then I ate 75. So you don't want any of these chips. We got all these chips, and you don't want any. I, of them. I might grab some of the salt and pepper ones, but I'm. You like, know, I guess we're each gonna we have like ten bags whole, of chips. We had the whole chip discussion last week. I told you I, I'm not a huge fan of jalapeno. But you chips. know, you just said you like baked potatoes. That's pretty much what potato chips are. Yeah, that's why I like original p- chips. You're exactly right. That's that. There's nothing closer to a potato than an original potato. Some chip. people put jalapenos on their baked potato. Some people. Some people do. I'm a more of a butter only on the baked potato kind of guy. Butter only on the baked potato. Mm. I love baked potatoes. But you know baked what? Potatoes I think we should. I think we should. Try and get everybody to bring a baked potato to the game. Just <laughs> this is the same thing as a root vegetable. <laughs> yeah, but baked let's potato. Let's get as many people into the stadium. What are we gonna? And then we'll offer all, and then we'll all eat it at uh, in between the first and second quarter. Right at the end of the first quarter break. Right at the end of the first quarter break, everybody takes a big old bite into their baked potato. Well, Gold, you're going to the game. Are you willing to I, sneak in a baked potato? I mean, I, I can if you would like. Yeah, I think I would. I would like that as well. 
Is your mom going to the game? You said so. She, will she sneak she in a baked be, potato? She will be going to the game. Or will you sneak in two? If you sneak in two, will she eat one? I doubt that. You don't think she'll participate in this? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't talked to her about this. Obviously. What's your mom's general vibe on stuff like this? She likes chicanery. In, yeah. What's your mom's general vibe on sneaking in baked <laughs> potatoes to sporting events? You know, I actually have no idea what the vibe is for that. You know, it's it's not something a scenario that has come up very often. Like your thoughts on baked potatoes. Being I know, but is she stadium. is she a silly person? Is she usually no. pretty straight? Like you know, like this would give us some yeah. indicator of her willingness to eat a baked potato in a stadium. I think, like most people, baked potatoes are fantastic. Everybody likes. Who doesn't like a baked potato? But bringing them into the stadium, I don't know. Baked potatoes are good for you too. They, they are. I think if you brought the I potato, love potato for skins too, man. Potato skins are some of my favorite things. Oh man, the what cheese, do you, what the do you bacon, like? Oh, oh see, regular bacon. Okay, so I, I, know, I knew this was coming. Interesting, was, uh-huh. because potato skins are basically just bite-sized pieces of a baked potato. Except On those, you like as the Cody cheese can and the bacon. To, they're more baked because the cheese is fully melted in, and it's got a little more. So like do you like cheese on a twice-baked potato? No, I love twice baked potatoes though. A little pepperoni on top what? of that. Yeah, cheese is a whole part of the twice no, baked potato. Doesn't have to be. It's it commonly is though. It's like a main part, right? Yeah, I've Don't never had, I've we'll never be. seen one without cheese. <laughs> I either. That's like uh, so, that's part of the whole process. No, I have them all the time. Uh, well, aluminum foil set off the detectors at the stadium. I doubt it, it has a really low, like it's not magnetic or anything. So you would think no. I don't know. Text no, lines asking. So. Text lines asking. I think you'd be safe. And honestly, here's what I think. Here's what I think. If you pulled out the baked potato to the security and said, no, it's just a baked potato, I think they'd say, all right, go ahead. They're not getting paid enough to like. No one's stopping you from taking a baked potato. Do you think she brought in like a plastic knife or grabbed a fork when she was in there? I think she ate it like an apple, man. No, because we looked. It's clearly the baked potato has been opened up. So she didn't just like split it over. Okay, so foil is a non-ferrous metal, which means it will not set off most metal detectors. Most. Most. uh, That's most. Chiefs one's most. You're fine. Oh, you say they don't have good metal detectors at Arrowhead? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm saying they have the normal ones. You know? Normal metal detectors. Says you guys got me craving a baked potato right now. Well, yeah. I, I, I would go for a baked potato right now. That'd be fantastic. Baked potato or potato skin. So we agree. Across the board, we all support her decision to eat this baked yeah. potato in the stadium. It's so much so, I think, that it should become a new tradition at Arrowhead. Baked potatoes between the first and the second quarter? Yes. Are you going to the game? No. As of not yet. No, I'm not going. Okay. Uh, text line says uh, their girlfriend is friends with Baked Potato Girl. She finds it hilarious. Is oh, she... dude, Baked Potato Girl, that's who Baked she potato is now? Girl. I don't know if she wants that. In fairness, <laughs> I was looking at the tweet a second ago, and some news reporter in Springfield said, hey, Miss Potato Girl. You're like, you can't okay, call. Okay, well, that's just not okay. <laughs> you gotta, like, we got to decide on a nickname here. Is that where we're going with Baked Potato Girl? I don't know if she wants that. That's the... Someone that claims they're friends with her said she... Is okay, or she finds it okay. hilarious. Okay, well, more people. That's finds what we're calling for now. I should say. More people in between the first and the second quarter, as many people as we can, eat a baked potato. I think we need, what, at least 100 people to make a scene? Yeah, you're trying to get on TV, right? That's the goal here. Enough people where all of a sudden they cut to a shot and Correct. everybody's just eating a bunch of baked potatoes. Correct. Like, what is Matter going on? Matter of fact, on? tell us exactly where your seats are so that, you know, people can do it near you. As uh, many people as possible. I think, let's see, uh, 104? 104? Yeah. All right. They're me- Everyone's meeting in section 104, right at the top. Someone said, you guys Everybody are concerned about sneaking a baked potato Hashtag into a game. potato party. We've brought a 750 of Jameson in multiple games. <laughs> exactly. They're not trying to fight this. Hashtag Can potato we, party. Can, hashtag potato party. We want 100 people to commit right now. So tell us you're going to the game and that you will bring a potato. Can we get Patrick Mahomes to comment on this, do you think? 
he has been willing to comment on the absurd before. I mean, talk to Carrington. I'm assuming Carrington gets to talk to him at some point this week. Yeah. No? So I'll, well, I'll if Carrington, do you think Carrington would ask that? No. Why not? I, I mean, he once asked Clark Hunt if he could go to his suite. So I don't. That hasn't out. happened either. Nobody asked. But he asked. Yeah. That's all we want. That one, he's more likely that because that's like a once a year interview. Mahomes, he's got to talk to every week. So I, I don't know if Carrington will ask. Hey, just randomly, real quick, Patrick. Uh, I don't know if you saw the lady brought a baked potato into the game. Do you think all fans should bring baked potatoes? In? You guys won. That's how you. Pitch I think it's good it. luck. Yeah. Good luck. He'll, he'll, say, he'll, say I got, he'll say I got hurt in the game where the baked potato was there. <laughs> <laughs> but if he says she didn't eat the potato until after, baked. she didn't eat the baked potato until after your injury. Mm. Yeah, and then you came back in and won the game. And Patrick uh, Mahomes is a superstitious guy. He we is, know that he is. Uh, from the eight one six, real quick, I'll answer this question. Uh, it says, "Has Alex ever snuck in a Chipotle burrito to a game?" That's a negative. I have not. It's not a bad idea. One stay as warm as the baked potato. It'd be pretty cold pretty quick. But man, would that be a yeah. great burrito? Oh man. Well, if you got a double, they're back on my. They're back on my good side anyway. What they do? You guys they're are back. back. back on, they just, do anything for no, you? No, but just I just back. you know I just realized how great the food was. <laughs> you know, I had it. I had it yesterday for dinner. You know, I just realized. You high five him on the way out the door. I just so realized. weak. He got I his just, one free ball. It yeah. just caved. God. You're not the best negotiator. I'm loyal. You know, too loyal, they would say. Loyal to a fault. That's right. All right, coming up next, we get back in. Thinking of the injury to Patrick Mahomes, we'll talk more about the ankle, the latest from Andy Reid on that, and who else stepped up. Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by GAN Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, GAN Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.